solo mente. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to another installment of Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Texans reporter for USA Today, Texans Wire, Cody Davis, along with my partner in crime. John, some sports guy, Hickman. Happy to be back with you guys, and more importantly, happy to tell you guys about Locked On Fantasy Football, where winning your league starts right now with the right data. Vinny Iyer of the Sporting News provides you the edge you need in fantasy football leagues. Locked On Fantasy Football is a daily podcast all year round, so your fantasy team never really fails. Subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy podcast on the Odyssey app or the major podcasting platforms. On today's show, John and I are going to discuss the progression of the Houston Texans tight end group because heading into the 2021 season, that is one of the groups that might be a key to actually help the Houston Texans steal a couple wins for this upcoming season. But of course, John and I are going to get this show kicked off talking about players or a particular player who can actually be an X factor for the Houston Texans for this upcoming season. There are a number of guys to where if they can reach their potential or come close to their potential, then the Texans actually have an opportunity to be somewhat of a decent team for this upcoming season. Am I expecting this team to make a push for the playoffs? No, probably not. But John, you know my motto for this organization for this upcoming season. It doesn't matter how many games you lose, just please do not be last. And when you take a look at potential games that the Texans can actually win, you are looking at players who have to step up. You're looking at players who are going to be X factors in a number of these games. And when I'm talking about an X factor for this team, I'm actually not going to single out one player. I'm actually going to single out two who play the same position. And the two players I believe is going to be an X factor for the Houston Texans is Terrence Mitchell and Desmond King. And the reason why I'm picking those two guys, because John and listeners, I think we can all agree that the cornerback position is still the weakest position on this roster the majority of the texans transgressions on the defensive side of the ball was due to the lack of talent that they had at that position and when you take a look at some of the improvements that the texans made whether that be what we are expecting from guys like charles Minihu, zach cunningham lonnie johnson jr um justin reed we are expecting those guys to continue getting better and have a breakout season in 2021 however when you take a look at the cornerback position the only guy who is let's face it somewhat talented at that position is bradley roby and we saw last year that Bradley Roby could not hold the transgressions of the cornerbacks' problems by himself. If Terrence Mitchell and Desmond King can step up and especially be better and give the Texans more than what Phillip Gaines and Keon Crossan gave this organization last year, then you're looking at a situation where the Texans will have a very solid defense throughout the 2021 season. A solid defense means a better showing from the Houston Texans in 2021, a better showing for the Houston Texans in 2021, 
could and may result in them pulling out some wins, especially against teams that a lot of people do not have them beating? For me, you know, you're looking at the defensive side of the ball and as a group, the secondary, you know, getting better play out of them will help the Houston Texans secure maybe a game or two. I'm not going to I'm not going to say they're going to win more games than what I expected, but we, we can agree that. The product we saw on the field last year, we can't have that again this year out of the secondary. I'm going to go with the offense. I'm going to go with the running backs. And specifically, we've called his name and number since he was signed in a signing trade deal with, with Denver. But the faith that I have in Philip Lindsay and what he can do for this team, uh, because of where I think this team is headed, Tyrod Taylor is your quarterback, Davis Mills, two or three on your depth chart, Jeff Driscoll's on your depth chart, uh, the uncertainty of Deshaun Watson, we don't think he'll be back. But this team overall, they needed a younger back that has success in the league. They also needed a better offensive line. So, and I think Philip Lindsay can carry the load. I think Philip Lindsay can get majority of the touches at running back. And I think he can do some things out of the backfield for Houston that we necessarily haven't saw out of Philip Lindsay before during his time in Denver. And so those two things that I'm looking at him getting majority of those touches in that backfield, the primary running back, I think for Houston, that will allow them to simplify things for their offense, not get too complicated. Uh, and that, those were some of the things that we as Houston fans are tired of seeing. But in this case, simplification on both sides of, of the ball, because I've talked about it on defense, but simplification could possibly help get the most out of a player. And John, to piggyback off what you said, and I like that pick because if Philip Lindsay taps into that that player that he was, through, especially during the first two years of his career in Denver, and be one of the most underrated yet best running backs in this league, I think Tyrod Taylor would benefit a lot from that. And I know you and I talked about that, I believe, one day last week. But remember, the best version of Tyrod Taylor we saw was in Buffalo by far. And who was his running back in Buffalo at the time? LaShawn McCoy. And at that time, McCoy was one of the best running backs in the game, and that helped elevate Tyrod Taylor to the player he became. I, I really do like that pick, but it doesn't matter what the offense does. The only way this team can move up in 2021 is if that defense improves. And a lot of the defensive load is going to weigh heavily on the cornerback room, especially Terrence Mitchell and Desmond King. There's another group that I can't wait to talk about that I believe will be uh, a make or break in a sense for this offense and what we can see. A group that I believe under a new coaching, they, they'll improve from what we've seen before. But first, bet online, which is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action, wants to get you to make some extra money. Why? Because everything's happening right now. MLB is in season, the NBA. Playoffs is going on right now. NHL, your UFC and MMA action. There's so many different ways to make extra money. And you can also get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code LOCKEDON. 
BetOnline is your online sportsbook experts. Thank you guys for sticking around, closing out the show for the week as we prepare to go into the weekend. Hope you guys have a safe and fun weekend. Do something with the family or your loved ones, but don't do anything I wouldn't do. But I want to talk about the tight end group, Cody, really quick. You know, this group now under Andy Bischoff, who I raved about plenty of times before on this show, on Twitter, on social media, I've, I've really raved about what I believe Andy Bischoff can do compared to what we saw out of Will Lowen. And now that we have the combination of Brevin Jordan, the athletic, speedier tight end, and the veteran presence of Jordan Akins and Farrell Brown, my expectations for this tight end group is higher than what it was previously before when I look at last year. Uh, Kaheli Warren is still on this roster, but last year we were looking at him to make a jump. We were looking at we were looking at Akins to make a jump. We were expecting fails to kind of repeat or close to what he did previously last year, where he had was seven to eight touchdowns, was a real a big threat for Deshaun Watson. Uh, and then we didn't get that. We we saw lackluster performances out of our tight end group. Kaheli still hadn't played really. I think he played maybe four or five snaps in the NFL so far. And just a complete disappointment considering the year that Houston had before. Now we have a younger guy in there that Bischoff and his coaching staff can coach up the way they want him, use him the way they want to use him. And I hope that they're utilizing him correctly this season. And as I mentioned, when we open up the segment, uh, the discussion rather, the two veteran leaderships and presence of Akins and Brown. This tight end group overall should combine for 90-11 touchdowns between the three. And I, and I say that because the type of quarterback we have, I expect Tyrod Taylor to use his security blankets. I do. Um, his number one security blanket will be Brandon Cooks. After that, who else will it be? Well, the veteran presence of the tight ends, especially Akins, is who I'm looking to be a, a top four threat uh, weapon for Tyrod Taylor. But if I'm being completely honest, the preseason this year is so important because we're going to really give the opportunity to these rookies, unlike last year, to get their feet wet before the regular season, get them going, get them some burn on the NFL field. And I think Brevin Jordans will have a very great impression on this coaching staff and fans and the team and his quarterback. I think he'll be able to build trust with his quarterback. And this is simply off what I saw in college, how dynamic he was in college. Training camp starts in a few weeks. We will learn more. We will see more. But until then, I think what we saw, the size, the sample size we got out of him a year ago before COVID hit in college in Miami, you know, I think he could do something for, for this team. And so overall, we are looking at a situation where the stars aligned a little bit more for Houston to where they're getting better coaching. They're getting a proven coach. They're getting a coach that coached them up in, in Baltimore and put out Hayden Hurst, who was traded to Atlanta, and Atlanta really wanted Mark Andrews, uh, Nick Ball. You know, they were able to put together in Lamar Jackson's MVP year a tight end group that was able to do everything collectively as a unit 
And I think that's what Houston needs to be able to attack the game differently, whether it's putting your tight end in a position to, you know, make plays vertically or putting your tight end in the, in the position to help out the offensive line to create room for your running back, get out on the edge and, and do some damage. Overall, Houston should be better at that position. I'm expecting that they will be. Nine to 11 touchdowns, John. That is pretty high for the tight end group. I'm not saying that it's impossible because they do have the talent, especially when you take a look at guys like Jordan Akins and Brevin Jordan. But to say you're going to get nine to 11 touchdowns from this group, I want to say that might be a little bit too much of a stretch. However, John, I like this Texans tight end group because I feel this is by far one of the deepest and most talented positions here on this roster. When you take a look at, let's just keep it at the top three guys, Jordan Akins, Farrell Brown, and Brevin Jordan. Let me start off with the rookie Brevin Jordan. I am extremely high on Jordan. I am on record by saying that Jordan is by far, if not the best talent the Texans were able to pick up in this year's NFL draft. However, John and listeners, I would not be surprised if we do not see too much of Brevin Jordan this season because I kind of feel that Jordan's offensive snaps will depend on whether or not Davis Mills sees the field for this upcoming season. I can see the Texans actually using this season to see A, what do they have in their young guys, and B, and most importantly, using this year for Davis Mills to find chemistry with Brevin Jordan and even Nico Collins as well. However, John, what you just finished talking about, the two main guys who are veterans at this group, Jordan Akins and Farrell Brown, those are the main two guys who are going to get most of the offensive snaps within the Texans tight end. And when I take a look at who might get a little bit more snaps over the other, I would not be surprised if 2021, we see a lot more of Farrell Brown and less of Jordan Akins. And I say that because, John, you just finished talking about Darren Fails. I don't think a lot of people realize that Part of the reason why Darren Fells took a step back last season from the production that he showcased in 2019 was due to the progression of Jordan Akins. We have said this here a lot on Locked On Texans, and I actually wrote about this on USA Today Texans Wire. If Jordan Akins did not get hurt during a week four loss against the Minnesota Vikings last season, we would have seen him have a career season with this team. But it was also due to the progression Aiken showed in 2020. It's part of the reason why we did not see Darren Fells last season because a majority of his snaps that he got in 2019 went to Jordan Aikens in 2020. And I think we're going to see that same exact thing again, but this time Jordan Aikens is going to be Darren Fells and Pharaoh Brown is going to be Jordan Aikens as the guy who is going to receive majority of the offensive snaps at that position. Brown is just as talented as a pass catcher as Jordan Aikens. Brown has something that Jordan Aikens does not, and that's the ability to block. And you just finished talking about how important it is for this position group to be able to go out there and create holes, especially for the one game. Farrell Brown is by far one of the Texans' best blockers, not only at tight end, but throughout this overall roster. According to Pro Football Focus, last year, Brown recorded a run blocking grade of 78.2 and a pass blocking grade of 75.5. That is better than the majority of the offensive line, not named Laramie Tunsil, Roger Johnson Jr., and Titus Howard. Did you know Bill Bar has nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavors? 
when you talk to a beer bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the beer bar flavors, well, you're missing out on flavors like coconut almond, mint brownie, and peanut butter brownie, just to say the least. There's something for everyone. And if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Bill Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Most flavors have 17 grams protein, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only four grams of net carbs. Go to BillBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BillBar.com. With every increasing number of makes like Fiat, Kia, and models like Pacifica and XT5, it is now impossible to stock all of your parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidated questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry? Come on, guys, we can do better than that. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can use for other important things like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50 or even 100 percent more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? For example, the Delphi FG 1456 fuel pump assembly for a 2005 through 2010 Honda Odyssey cost three hundred fifty three. 99 at advance a big chain store but it only costs 216.79 at rockauto.com chain stores have a different price tiering for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers rockauto.com prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices available rather than the changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do rockauto.com is for everybody and it does not require a membership or account login go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how do you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com today on the locked on today podcast the suns have set on the los angeles clippers season Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. Before we continue talking about the Houston Texans, John, I want to change up the topic just really quick. You just finished talking about how the Phoenix Suns advanced to the NBA Finals. You can check that out today on the Locked On Podcast Network. But really quick, John, as happy as the city of Houston was for Chris Paul, who only spent two years in this city, can you imagine how happy this city will be for J.J. Watt if he gets to the Super Bowl this year or next as a member of the Arizona Cardinals? Yeah, man, I I think personally, if I'm speaking for myself, for for JJ to get to a conference finals, I'm sorry, a conference game in the NFL, I I would be, you know, elated with joy for him. So if he got to the Super Bowl, you know, JJ is a guy that gave everything he could to this team, city, and nobody will hold how he wanted to leave. Well, that he wanted to leave against him. 
So everybody in the city of Houston, state of Texas, around the league, they're going to be happy for him. I think J.J. is one of those people where you just genuinely want to see him get to the best part of his career uh, winning-wise. We've seen the three defensive player of the year awards. Now just go out there and really be in a position to win one. I don't think it's under Cliff Kingsbury, though. I would be happy as hell if J.J. Watt gets to – a Super Bowl, just like how happy I was for Chris Paul. I believe, as a matter of fact, J.J. Watt might be the Chris Paul of the NFL, someone who is an all-time great, but all anything he needs is just that one championship to basically just put the cherry on top of, of what is already a Hall of Fame career. But good luck to J.J. Watt for this upcoming season, and shout-out to my boy Chris Paul. I'm John, some sports guy. Hickman, follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and like us on Facebook. Like I told you guys earlier, enjoy the weekend. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, it's Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.